This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. Welcome to the show. This is American Real TV. There's so much to talk to you about. Where everyone. You are a true inspiration. Has. We're all trying to do our part to change the world. A story. What's your mission? What do you want your legacy to be? You have such a great story. I cannot wait to share it. Welcome to the American Real family. I cannot wait to air this episode. And now, here's your host, Roger Brooks. This is American Real. I am Roger Brooks. My guest today is Dan Diedrich. You are the author and creator of the new children's book, <laughs> Katie the Caterfly. Yeah. Dan, welcome to the show. Roger, it is an absolute delight to be here today. And I just want to say you're looking particularly dapper today. <laughs> I had to get dressed up for, for, for uh, Katie. And Katie appreciates it very much. She'll be around sooner. We'll we'll also get to see her a little later on. Excellent. Excellent. So let's, uh, you know, let's jump right in. I would love to, uh, uh, if you could give our audience a little bit of background about, about who sure. you are and uh, how this whole concept came to be. I know we're going to get into, you know, a bunch of different right, uh, questions, right, right. but if you could give us some backdrop, that would be great. Yeah. Love to. I'm originally from the Midwest and I started out in broadcast journalism. And I was a television reporter, I was an anchor, I was a news director, and then I was in basically higher education communications all my life. And uh, a lot of press releases, a lot of publications, a lot of writing, so the communication parts of it kind of comes natural for me. One of the things that we center on, Roger, is the fact that there is no such thing as normal. We're all different. We've all got our, our unique quips, uh, our, our uniqueness. And the question is, do we look upon them as positive or negative? Do we adjust when we need to adjust without compromising who we are internally? And also the people then who are looking at us need to have an understanding that there is a place for everybody in the world. And if you open up and bring these people into your hearts and minds and your lives, you're going to be a lot better off. I love it. Yeah. And I, I think the word respect, especially today, uh, rings so, you know, so true. And, and it's um, it seems like in our world that um, whether it's in, in school or just in the general community, don't you feel like there's been a lack of respect or it's it's being turned upside down where it's almost, you know, disrespect it's is the norm. Place, and it's Roger. just it's it's very frustrating to watch. You take a look at the kids nowadays and in and, and their formative years are when they're two and three and four years old. And that's the, that's the idea of, of how they interact with each other, how they work together, how they think about each other in their lives. I want to take you back to my beginnings in South St. Louis and my mother and father Wanda and Clarence Diedrich founded the Cornerstone Center for Early Childhood Development. And it's more than 50 years old. It's been going strong. And more than 10,000 kids have become a product of that product. And the center is in an extremely diverse section of the city. You've got wealthy people living two blocks away from those who, who are on government assistance, blacks and whites, Hispanics, very diverse uh, political and uh, uh, religious views, Muslims, uh, Jewish people, Christians, and 
at the Cornerstone Daycare Center, all of these diverse uh, qualities come together. And you've got a, a little kid on a swing who's Muslim, and you've got another little kid who's, who's of Jewish uh, influence, and they get along. They're friends. And that's, that's the way it is. And that's the, something that Katie constantly emphasizes is, is that we have similarities that far are that's, more important that's just, than our differences. That's tremendous. Thanks for sharing that with us. That's, that's great background. Uh, tells a little bit too about who you are as, a, as an individual right. in your upbringing. So if you can, Dan, give us an overview of the book. We don't want to give everything away, but uh, would love no. our audience because I think the, the important thing here, both for, for you and for our audience, is that we want people to hear your words so then they could go and search for the book. And we want them to obviously purchase the book. But the, the point is the lesson in this book is what we yeah. want to get to the end user. But I would love if you could give an overview. Well, Katie is a very special creature. She starts out as this normal little monarch butterfly caterpillar. And she does exactly what she's supposed to do. She eats the milkweed plant. She drinks the dew. She gets plenty of sunshine with the promise, with the guarantee that she is going to turn into this beautiful monarch butterfly. Well, things don't work out like that. When she comes out of her chrysalis, her cocoon, she's only half formed. Her top part is that of a monarch butterfly, but with stubby wings, and her back part is still that of a caterpillar. And, and she goes through a number of emotional states. Uh, first of all, there's disbelief. Then there's anger. Then there's this feeling of victimization. Then there's despair and, and hopelessness. It, she gets defensive easily. And, and she sees really no purpose in her existence. But one of the things that happens then as she's deciding to run away is this true blue friend, this bluebird comes down and explains to her and says, look, yeah, you're different, okay? And you've got some adjustments to make. You've got some things to do that you need to, to take care of in order to live a fulfilling life, but you don't have to change who you are at the core of yourself. So the bluebird helps her adjust and she eventually learns how to fly a little bit. She has to rest a little bit more, but the neat thing about it is she finds that by focusing on others instead of herself, those are her happiest moments. So she helps all sorts of creatures like Flicker the Firefly, who can't light, uh, Spinner, I'm sorry, Silky the Spider, who can't spin, Ringo the Roadrunner, whose little bitty feet and little bitty legs can't run. Well, she comes up with very, very interesting and creative ways for these creatures to adapt to their environment, just like we humans have to adapt, but without compromising who they are or the people or the creatures that they are. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I could just I could just picture all the different uh, characters in the book and who she's helping along the way. But I think what I heard here is really the important piece is that her world will uh, reflect the values, right, of what she goes through and and um, that we see. Yes. OK, great. Um, so 
talk to us about, um, you know, when it, when it comes to the foundation of these ideas, like where, where did that come from? Well, it came from a lifetime of growing up in a very tolerant family. My sister and I, she's a few years younger, younger, were very fortunate to have a mother and father who were very open, very accepting, very tolerant. And that just became a part of who we were. And we lived in a part of the city in South St. Louis where our neighbors didn't always have those same um, tolerant thoughts as much. And so it was a challenge for me and my sister to to remain friends sometimes with these individuals, but not give up the values that we had. So the core of where we come from is, is from my parents. And, you know, I had challenges too, Roger, when I was growing up. I was kind of the odd man out. I was always the tallest kid in my class, and but I didn't like violence. So when the other kids found out that I wouldn't fight them, I was bullied constantly. And also, I was extremely shy and introverted, and I, I didn't interact or mix well with the other kids. And consequently, because innocently enough, I think, no one really encouraged me just to be myself as much as I would have liked. Um, I was well into my teenage years and even my early adulthood before I kind of hit my stride and then understood that who I am as an individual is special. I'm extremely creative, extremely visionary, extremely imaginary, and and these are more than a balance of uh, of some of the idiosyncrasies that I may have. And so through Katie, we try to understand how she deals with the fact that she's different, but also special, and that these other creatures, through their adaptations, can learn to fit in better, but still maintain who they are. And I think that's a critical aspect of the book, Roger. Yeah. And look, I think your book is so timely um, with everything that's happening in the world. Um, but, you know, and I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I try to be optimistic every single day. And, you know, our kids are now on the uh, tail end of, of their, you know, school career. But, um, you know, I, I worry about the youngsters and, um, not, and not so much about them. I, I worry about how they're being taught and what they're not being taught. And, and, you know, you also hear that schools are, you know, sometimes participating in some of this behavior that can start the trends of um, labels. And I, I would just love to get your take on that. If, if you see, if you've seen that as well, and um you know, I, th I think your book could have a big impact if we could get it into, you know, the hands of as many people as possible. You know, Roger, I was just thinking the other day, what if kids were in charge of the world, especially the kids who went through the Cornerstone Daycare Center that my, that my parents started? Well, I think you would find that we would have a much better uh, world than we live in right now. Now, kids can be brats. I mean, let's just get it out there. 
But uh, if you look at it, and if there's a problem and, and somebody thinks that they should have something that somebody else has, maybe they would, you know, talk it out a little bit more, or maybe they would share, uh, or maybe if there was a fight that broke out, somebody would come in and intercede uh, and try to come up with a peaceful solution, and that everybody was treated more fairly than they are now, and the solutions they come up with are, are more fair and done without necessarily consideration of an individual's skin color, religion, age, economic status, where they grew up, whether they're rural or urban. I just think it would be a really great opportunity for the children to teach us how to better behave. Roger, the thing of it is, too, is we can't be, for those of us who want, who want the tolerance and the kindness and the understanding, and, and basically for the country to go in the way that we want to, we can't be sitting around just watching Monday Night Football or our favorite TV program or, or looking at life as usual and basically saying, you know, somebody else will take care of it or somebody ought to do something about it. Well, that somebody is us. And the biggest enemy that we have out there, while hate and, and intolerance and cruelty are certainly near the top, the biggest problem that we have in this country is apathy, where good people do nothing. We need to get active in our communities at, at the local, uh, regional, state, and federal levels to do everything within our power to counter these forces that are out there implying that if you're not like me, you're wrong, or if you don't look like me, you're wrong, or if you don't go to the same school my kids do, you're wrong. And I'm a part of a group in the county that I live in that is trying to bring about change as positively as we can. But, you know, simply sitting and watching our news broadcast or, or over social media and saying, gee, this is terrible, isn't going to get it done anymore. So I hope when people look at Katie, they will get inspired enough to know that the future of our children are at stake here and they need to get involved at every level they possibly can to bring about the change and to have the country that we want to pass on to our children and grandchildren. Well, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's definitely uh, scary times out there and it starts with our, our children, I believe, because, you know, if they're indoctrinated at, at a, at a young age, it's, it's very, very challenging to overcome yeah, you know, as they get older. So back to the book, <laughs> um, yeah. sorry to take us off track there a little bit, but it is related. And um, sure. you know, the, 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 the foundation of, of the ideas of Katie, right. Um, how does the book, would you say, how does it achieve that overall goal? You know, as she's meeting these different characters, um, you know, um, you know, I, I, I know you've talked a little bit about the animations, but from a standpoint of, you know, taking a step back and just looking at the book as, as a whole, what would you say you're, you're doing walking the reader through um, that journey? So by the time they're and uh, the the book is over. You know, they're you're able to achieve that that goal. Well, one of the things I have going for me, it's either a curse or a blessing, is is I have the ability, Roger, of kind of looking at things 
from a big picture process. I can I can basically see the totality of the book or the project I'm working on and then can divide it in the stages that I need. So I know what I needed. I knew what I needed for Katie and I was able to basically write it in, in a couple of takes. And it, it, I think the message, first of all, is very positive, and we've talked about that. But I think the delivery system is important, too, because when the creatures who are talking in uh, the book, it is their turn, they have their own special font. They have their own special lettering. And it's a combination of rhyming and prose that I think mixes things up but gives it a really, really good delivery. And the other thing, of course, are the illustrations. There, Asim Hussein, who has been illustrating this book, I can't even begin to, to tell you, Roger, how special this guy is. He's an illustrator, but he's also an animator. He's an expert in video and audio production. This guy is enormously talented. And if you look at the creativity of his images, not just the overall specialty of what he's doing, in terms of his art, but if you take a look at his example, Ringo the Roadrunner. Now we could have made Ringo with a, a you know some sort of adaptation to help him be a little faster. No, didn't do it. Instead, we got a uh, a sixty a Hemi from a sixty six Dodge, and a uh, tracks from a Caterpillar bulldozer and built him the Ringo mobile. And this is the creativity that I think the kids will really get a kick out of. So I, I think the message is strong. I think the way it's delivered is strong. And I think the illustrations are strong to give us a really good, unique uh, product with a great message. And are you able to share any of uh, like a brief description of any of the characters with us? Okay, Roger. So you want me to tell you about a special creature? I'm going to do a lot better than tell you about it. I'm going to sing you the ballad of Ringo the Roadrunner. All right, snap with me. Here we go. I'm Ringo. Name's Ringo. Call me Ringo. Yeah, Ringo. Now I was born in Texas underneath the sage. I was born in Texas at a very early age. Call me Baby Blaze. Now I was raised in a family that was born to run fast as lightning in the desert sun. I'm Ringo. Hot Rod Ringo. Well, there's just one thing that's got me beat. I got tiny little legs and itty bitty feet. Hot Ringo. What's up with that, Ringo? Oh, I can't catch a rabbit. I can't catch a lizard. I'm left all alone in this sandstorm blizzard. Oh, Ringo. Tummy is rumbling, Ringo. I need a mouse sandwich. Well, just when I thought I'd lost the fight, I looked to the east and saw the dang sight. There on a hill sitting way up high sat this little creature. Now we're going to change voices. Name's Katie. Katie Caterfly. Monarch Butterfly. Extraordinaire. And she's saying, well, let's see that you've been down on your luck, so jump in the back of my pickup truck. We'll head on over to Will's Garage, where I got me a Hemi from a 66 Dodge. And I bought me some tracks from a cat bulldozer. You'll be riding high before it's over. My name's Katie. Call me the mechanic. Now we go back to Ringo. So when she was finished, I slipped right on in and my tiny little legs took me out for a spin. I'm Ringo. High-octane Ringo. 
Well, that's my story. It's tried and true. And if I can do it, well, so can you. A shot to fortune and a rose to fame. I can even play drums. Like what's his name? Yeah, Ringo. Call me backbeat. No relation. Here we go. And that is the ballad of Ringo the Roadrunner. Oh, that's great. That's great. Are we going to see you as part of this uh, project? Roger, I tell you, it's like herding cats. They are a royal pain to work with. They just do whatever they want to do. And I'm getting into trouble with them all the time. And there's going to be a section on the web that shows how my interactions with them go. And I don't usually fare too well. Just the other day, I was walking down this path and Belle the Bluebird sitting up in the tree. And I say, Belle, how you doing? And she looks back at me and she says, oh, Dan, I'm not doing well at all. And I said, well, what's wrong? And she says, I got this really bad tummy ache. Well, said, how did that happen? She said, I think I ate a bad worm. I said, I'm so sorry. And then all of a sudden, you hear this grumbling in her stomach. And of course, I'm standing directly under her. And you can figure out what happens next. I'm covered in bird poop. And um, she looks at me and says, Dan, I feel so much better now. And I look at her and say, I'm just so happy for you. But this just goes on and on with the other creatures as well. Ringo's running me over all the time, and Flicker's blinded me with his, uh, with her skylights and all of that. So, yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but somebody's got to do it. And what I love about this whole concept is that, and we've talked about this offline too, like you could do a whole series. Um, oh, people, yeah. people will want more, you know, of of Katie and all of these characters and. Um, this is how, you know, when you think about uh, whether it was a Dr. Seuss, you know, um, it all started yeah. somewhere. So I, I get excited thinking about it for you because I think you're onto something really timely. Um, it's the, you know, our, our youth needs this, our parents need this, and uh, you're doing it in such a unique way that people will want to be part of it, you know, going to the right. website and actually, you know, right. having the physical book. Um, and, and I could see all kinds of things uh, thereafter. The other thing, and I just, the other thing, Roger, and I really want to emphasize this too, is the website's going to be very special. It's not going to just be a, a, a place where you can come and, 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 you know, buy the books or look at merchandise. It's going to be kind of a go-to place for the kids where at least once a week they can find something different to look at. Uh, Sims working on cartoon uh, cartoon books right now. They're just going to be absolutely fantastic. And I'll be interacting with the characters a lot. And I'm going to be very much integrated into this, uh, both as my real self and the Sim has me as an illustration. And he's uh, been very kind to me because in the illustration, I look a little younger, look a little thinner than I am. So I do appreciate that. But when kids go there, and even the parents, I, I want them to have this special feeling of belonging. And we'll have videos on monarch butterflies, on, um, you know, lightning bugs, and uh, how we made Katie. I think is uh, Katie the Caterfly. I think it's going to be very interesting. This podcast will be on it. So there's always going to be something new, and there'll, there'll be educational materials that schools and daycare centers can use on a weekly basis. So it's going to be challenging, 
but it's really, really going to be neat. 100% it is. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And what I love about your projects is it's so different than anything that we do. You know, we, we do a lot of children's books, but uh, nothing quite like this. So that's why I was so <laughs> excited to. Things too, Roger, that I want to do is, is give you guys a little plug and no, I'm not getting paid for it. But one of the reasons we chose American Real Publications was because you get us, you understand us, you know what our big picture looks like. I talked with a couple of authors that you've worked with in the past who just had glowing reports, but one particular comment came out that I really thought hit home, and that was, he said, Dan, you're getting American Real Publications at the perfect time. They're big enough to do everything that you need them to do, but they're small enough to give you just personal customer service and to design a unique plan that will do everything they can to create the best format for the book, make sure all the copyrights taken care of, the publicity and the marketing is handled. And so your team deserves a, a huge congratulations uh, for all that it has done for us. And, and we are very grateful for that. Oh, we do too. We do too, Dan. Um, and look, I think, you know, we could even do our own uh, little series where we come on and we're giving the audience insight as these new phases begin. So whether it's three months from now or six months from now, I'd love to have you back so we can continue to um, let our audience know what the next steps are in your project. But step one is we're going to get this book out. We're going to get the website out. I can't wait to show that. We will put all of the links in the show notes for people to just click on it so they could go purchase the book. They could go right to the website. So Dan, um, I'd love for you to tell our audience um, at the end of the day, you know, what is the overall mission you want to accomplish and let's go big. Let's go big here. Like, cause I know you like to go big. Let's go out 10 years from now. What do you hope that this does as a, as a mission? Wow. What will we be doing in the future in five or 10 years? That, that is a really, really great question. I, I haven't thought of that before and I wish I had, but uh, I'm going to give it a shot. I think in a few years we will have had half a dozen different Katie books out. I've already got uh, three of them in my head after this. Uh, the second one uh, is even going to have a villain in it, which is going to be very exciting. And another one is going to track a monarch butterfly as uh, he goes from Northern California down to Mexico. Maybe a she, probably will be a she, goes to, uh, goes to Mexico and all the challenges that she faces. One of the things I am really excited about is working with the daycare center, the Cornerstone Daycare uh, for Early Child Development. And we're going to be doing a book that is going to be involving the kids. And the plot line is that Katie's going to go missing. And the characters are going to come to a Cornerstone and say, hey, you know something? We need your help. Can you help us find Katie? And each one is going to have a clue, kind of two different doors. The clues, one of them's going to lead them to the right path, and one of them's going to lead them to the wrong path. And if it's the wrong path, you'll be gently uh, pushed back into uh, uh, the right direction, and the clues will keep going. And hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll find Katie at the end of the book. Uh, but the creatures are going to be there. I can tell you right now, uh, it will be shot 
we hope, think, at the Missouri Botanical Gardens in St. Louis, which is a walking distance from the daycare center. It's one of the best botanical gardens in the world, and it's just going to be a blast. And uh, there'll be more integration. The kids will be a part of the storyline. The kids will be doing some illustrations as well. So again, we're going to be thinking outside the box. And, and I'm really looking forward to it. If people want to purchase books in bulk, because I could see a lot of schools and, and school systems, um, child care centers wanting to buy multiple books, w will they also be able to do that through that email? One of the things, uh, of course, I do want to mention is the fact that uh, we have now finished Katie in three different versions. It's uh, an online and e-version. It's a soft cover version and a hard cover version. And if you go on to Amazon.com and type in Katie the Caterfly, Katie is K-A-T-Y, and Caterfly is, uh, begins with a C, then it will take you to the page where you can purchase books. Uh, and then I'll be a part of an author's uh, uh, discussion at some time. And uh, I appreciate you wanting to invite me to come back on and, and just see where Katie is at. So uh, it's going to be a very uh, uh, wonderful journey because Katie is far more Roger than a book. It's an idea. It's a vision. It, it is a goal. And it's going to come out in a lot of different ways. Uh, we're going to have a Katie mascot. We're going to have the Katie mobile uh, with the mascots going to various elementary schools to give presentations. We're going to own YouTube uh, and, and have presentations, video presentations on that. So this is a lifelong um, focus for me and for a sim and for the other people who are working on the book as well. And we're going to be involved in this for many years to come with a goal of helping our children understand what it's like when you can be kind to everyone, where you can work with everyone, where you can be tolerant of people who are different than you, and you turn out to be the big winner. Because when you let more people into your life, it just becomes broader and more special and, and leads to a more happy and fulfilled lifestyle. So, Roger, I thank you very much for allowing me to be a part of this today. Uh, it's been an honor, and I thank you for working with you and your team. And please give your team uh, my best regards because they have been wonderful. And I look uh, forward to being back with you in the near future. Today, thanks for spending your time. And let's definitely come back and do it again. And again, for those of you at home, go to Amazon.com. And uh, Katie is available then on the uh, ebook as a soft cover, a hard cover. Thank you very much. Robert. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to American Real. For more stories like this one, be sure to stop by AmericanReal.tv. Follow us on all social media to stay up to date with everything American Real. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and contact one of our publishing experts if you're ready to publish your book and become a best-selling author.